Today we are going to prove a theory on obesity. Ultra processed people by Dr. Chris. Point here is that we used to believe that obesity is being caused by sugar, exercise, lack of willpower. All those reasons we know which we have been taught so far. But the book explains all those things was not right. In the last two or three decades, we have an unprecedented obesity epidemic which is caused by ultra-processed foods. The foods, like most of our calories now come from modified starch, invert sugars, uh, hydrogenated oil, bleached and deodorized. In general, whatever you see on a food package which is not available on the chicken or which you don't know, something like acids or phosphate, something like a chemical formula, all those things are the simple definition of ultra-processed foods. Let's get started. As I mentioned, most of the foods we have now is having UPM, like simply the cereals you eat in breakfast or the bread, the dairy products, which may you can see probiotics, vitamin E, all such things. Oil, you think cheap oils like uh, palm oil, canola oil, all those things, meat, for sure, naturally burgers and fried chicken, maybe you already think of it. But even on supplements like vitamin supplements to protein powder, you have and like un not only unnoticeably consuming that ultra processed Let's take some history back. Not a very long history, very short one. Like currently, the, the importance of UPF started to make the food cheaper. The 50% of the poor or the poor people 50% or 30 to 50 percentage of their income is being spent on food. So to achieve that cheapness in food, UPS is actually made from the cheapest version of protein, fat and carbs. That's how it is. If you look back, to where is the actual beginning of this? If I go back, I can see somewhere like in Napoleon Bonaparte, Lefior, they tried to invent the hydrogenation of the oil. From there it started and World War era one person who used to get uh, like butter from coal and even saccharin which is almost 300 times sweeter than sugar. He as a serendipity accidentally invented all such things. All those was the era of UPS how it started but generally it is being started because we are going to pump food in large scale and you have to make it cheaper. That's all it is. And also, these things like ice cream with UPF, it will, it will stay warm for a long time. Even the burgers, the famous, I'm not going to give any name, but any most of the burgers, if you buy it, it will stay without, like, will stay in a good condition even after long time than any natural food because of the UPF inside. So we have... Like, if you look back the history of Earth itself, the planet Earth, which started, say, 4.5 billion years ago, 700 
million years was asteroids and all almost after 1 billion years life start the first stage of life was bacteria which was consuming the iron in the ocean water ocean water at that time or you start for 150 million years after earth uh water was the ocean water but it was so hot like 200 degrees celsius water was so the first living thing which is consuming food was there is bacteria and the second age of living is where this predatory mechanism and food chain happened where uh some animals just eat the plants and those will be hunted by other carnivorous animals all those things but that was the second age since a long time and recently we have a third age where a single species which is human beings and their pets and living stocks who are living on this new food which is ultra processed foods how food works how would food works in your body even if you eat pizza or rice or whatever it is in your body electrons are plucked from the atoms of those food and it is being transported using the protein that transportation creates some electric charge inside the mitochondria which is almost equivalent to 300 or or 30 million watts volts which is equivalent to the lightning between sky and that much level of electric charge will be created that will be again converted to atp and then used for activities that's how our food mechanism works what to eat first i'm sure you think that okay you are eating because somebody taught you to eat but actually the research tell that is not the case bacteria fish birds or you name it almost all those uh, that food chain entities like whatever they are doing they are not being taught is they are intuitively doing that like for example if i tell cow or cows are selectively they are able to understand and pick the right grass and you'll tell okay that's cow right how about cats cats are able to they are meat eating they are not a vegetable uh, like they are not feed on plants or but they are able to identify a particular plants which help the digestion so some of the things like in our human being some of the things we cannot like milk and all we cannot digest similarly there is something in uh, something about the plants and all those things cows cannot there that is being done by some microbes and all similarly for cats they are being able to identify the foods but we were thinking so far human beings are not capable for doing that. maybe that is the reason for reason for obesity and other but that actually change or our understanding change in 1928 a pediatrician's name clara davis she conducted an experiment with three kids who was she was asking their mothers to keep their kids with her and what essentially she will do is that she gi- she give those kids not feed them like that they put the food in front of those three kids 
they were having deficiencies and all nobody insisted them to pick which food none of them none of them was overly used or salt or anything salt was given separately but what is surprising fact was that those kids they selected their food themselves that infants i would tell not even kids and at the end of those period they were being healed by all those deficiencies they are having like deficiencies from vitamins and all these things so even those infants were able to identify and pick what is needed for their food like even our body we have lot of involuntary mechanism and we have self healing and all same way we are programmed internally you don't have to study it to understand which food is right and wrong then the question arises okay if we know that why we are picking the wrong foods and why we are picking obese how much to eat okay you understand from clara davis okay it's our or infants are able to understand but how much to eat how this is working how the science is working so as i mentioned in the introduction obesity is very rare in the last century but it become too predominant in the last two decades or three decades let us find actual culprit so we used to tell that okay when we explain about sugar and other foods okay we have an evolutionary significance where our hunter gatherers were there in the jungle and they tried to they find some foods occasionally only fruits and also that why they eat more that's our theory yes right so that's there but the point is that we think that we don't know when to stop or there is no mechanism in human being or something when to stop the but in actual fact let's go to humans let's start with rats 1864 a doctor and a scientist mr paul hurt he make a parabiotic pair it is simple like a two rats combined the body that way their blood circulation will go on together and what he done is that he damaged the hypothalamus of one of the rats and feed that rat with sugar what happened is that this the rat start eating the poor sugar and insulin rise on the other rat but this rat also insulin rise but it go on eating more and more it got shocked and died but the other rat stopped eating food for because it's hypothalamus so the answer to that experiment is that hypothalamus is able to like it is maintaining the temperature and lot of other bodily function it is able to tell when to stop eating so there is there is such a mechanism available we know when to stop we know when to when we need more till the question arises okay then why we are eating more than what we want to eat and storing it as fats and other things in the okay one of the culprit which is being blamed in last 20 years is sugar and one of the reason for that is mr gary tu is something like a galileo of nutrition he tried to explain also okay leave a garitubes even now all those fitness gurus and all these people they mainly tell that okay stop sugar 
then that's that's the solution for everything. But we'll come to that point. For sure, we are mostly health conscious now. We don't put sugar in tea, coffee like that. All of the people, even they like sugars and all, they eat very less quantity now. Still, obesity is rising other other way. So why is that? So the sugar is actually there since the beginning of the mankind. It was we have been consuming those starches and carbohydrates in that beginning, like in terms of tubular uh, plants and all this thing, and also. Centuries ago, we were having honey, like even in old scriptures and all. We see the importance of honey. Many populations in jungle and all, they used to live in their non-food seasons, like say, where there is not able to hunt or gather or get the food. They live in those honey and all. Still, there was not that much obesity. There was sugar cane was consuming. If that is those times sugar was there now okay now we have table sugar which was not there before which is actually a processed one it will come to our theory about upf and also all those processed one actually not sugar those processed sugars and the sugars which you don't understand that is sugar which is added to your food that is actually Creating that obesity pattern. That's our first part. Let's go to our next topic. Our next conclusion about obesity, which is about sedentary lifestyle or office. Okay, another major claim is, as I mentioned, is like sedentary lifestyle. Okay, we have been as working as knowledge workers, working on computers and such things recently. That's true. And we used to tell that, okay, the theory or talking about why we have obesity now, those theories tell that because coal mining, those efforts, they were spending more calories and that's why they are not obese. But now we are consuming the same, but we are still sitting in the office and not doing any physical activity. That's the reason all those calories are getting converted into fats and becoming obese, similar to kids also. That's the reason. That was the conclusion. But actual fact or the book telling, that's wrong. Surprisingly wrong. Because Herman Ponster, Ponster, a famous uh, research in Duke University and Loyola University find that they used to experiment using some neutron experiments like that to understand how the calories are working. What they found is that we are consuming the same amount of calories like our coal mining ancestors even when we are sitting in the office. So we are consuming it in terms of stress and cortisol and other things but the calorie consumption is same. So there is nothing getting excess now. Calorie consumption is 2000 or 2500. Even you work in Amazon jungle or a Nigerian forest or Tanzanian forest or in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York everywhere even you sit and work or you hunt and gather in the forest your calorie consumption is same then why we are becoming obese okay 
another topic which come to the point of weight gain and obesity is about willpower. You cannot resist the temptations of food and you enjoy the food, food like the rats don't have hypothalamus. That is the reason. But if you follow my earlier summaries, you know that that's wrong. We have already a control mechanism which is able to tell what to eat. But still willpower or resisting your temptation uh, that comes from some experiments called marshmallow experiments and all. I used to make some kids having an experiments. They put marshmallow in front of the kids. And they tried to see how much they can resist the temptation. Their kids are allowed to be inside a room and they have a choice. Either they can just not eat it, just look at it or eat it. But if you eat them, you are going to lose. So they given such an experiment and they would understand that all those kids who abstain from eating those sugar, they become successful. That was all that theory talking about. It was done by Walter Mitchell. So the answer to that is that willpower is actually nothing not willpower. It's actually something, especially in terms of food, it's something about genes, genes or genetics and environment, socio-economic environment. Even the marshmallow experiment, it was not an experiment of willpower. It was an experiment of poverty. Book tells that when there is uncertainty, when you live in poverty, you live in uncertainty, which is driving it. When you have food, you, when you have you live in that level of background, you are naturally inclined to eat more. That's one part of how we are explaining more. Take the same point and take it. Okay, this UPF is all available mostly on the low or cheaper food, which can be affordable for the low class income. They are putting it in the sugar, in the drink, in all those food, frozen meat, all those items which is cheaper. So somehow it is or taking the benefit of that willpower mechanism or that marshmallow effect to into consideration is UPF is asking them to consume more and more. They're getting addicted to it. Addicted to it in such a way like tobacco and morphine. How we are addicted to tobacco and morphine before? Similarly, we are getting addicted invisibly by UPO. So it is not about willpower. It is something about genetics and socio environment. So we have another topic also go on. As we have now already gone through sugar, exercise and willpower. Now let us understand what is the different way of eating now compared to our ancestors. Like for example, we used to enjoy juices now, right? Juice is somehow, okay, if you make an apple, if you eat an apple and you eat an apple juice, you think that, okay, you are helping your digestive mechanism to crush it down, so you are giving it. But in actual fact, human digestive system start at it. Even if it's not inside. It has an extension out. When you try to slice down a, a, sugar, a, a apple juice, it is totally a different chemistry in the body. 
you are going to get like too much fructose in one point and body is not able to manage big big rice compared to that compared to that if you eat an apple which is like a food matrix made by god or made by nature in such a way that it has fiber it has all those things it will not allow to to rise that sugar in that level of so the 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 main importance or or the main speciality of ups is that it's soft pungent and easy to eat that's mainly the characteristic of ups it is being research found that the more times you chew how much times you are using your jaw that will limit the amount of intake of food okay if you are a researcher if you are making the food if you know that answer what will you do you will make it less chewable so that you will get consume more food right so the good part for you if you want to consume less food best is that you chew it abnormal your more than that will limit your number of food if you have an apple you normally bite it 25 times to eat it just chew it 50 times everything you chew double this is still that that will reduce appetite that's about the juice let's go to the smell next as i mentioned at the beginning if you see a flavor that is somehow an indication that or you are getting consume up here but you see now you wonder maybe you see apple or avocado in your shampoos and conditioners and all you know why because that scent triggers lot of dopamine and other things in your brain they are making use of that so even you seeing olfactory genes are more we think that dogs are best in that one for sure dogs have but it is being found that dogs are able to find the excretions of other dogs on their paws or something better than us but comparatively we humans we are more advanced and sophisticated in identifying the vegetables and plants compared to even dogs we are able to understand it we we smell first even some brands i'm not putting any brands the book talks about a lot of brands some fried chicken brand you registered with the smell so some smells fresh even your ice cream even that is not natural some feels natural and all so all those smells has been added to the foods invisibly as i mentioned previously first they make it softy spongy and easy to eat then they add flavors to it add smells to it to make you addicted so that's how that upf is working now let's talk about easy drinks you wonder maybe me i also wonder sometime if you go to a fried chicken or a pizza or burger store they used to give you all those cola and carbonated drinks free even you tell them okay we, i don't want it little it is included right do you know why before i go to that let me talk about donald trump our ex president before he became president in 2012 
he make a news telling that i don't find any thin person who who drink diet cola is mentioning a brand but i'm not going there the point is trying to make is that all those doctors and every nutritionist they cannot find what is it, but donald trump was right on that one cola major cola manufacturer what they are doing is that they are combining the cocoa and caffeine which is having a bitter taste which give them an advantage to add more sugar so the idea of having sugar is that sugar drives appetite sugar give an indication to the brain is food is coming so you are increasing the consumption of the food okay that's one part but these cola companies they go an extra level they added like phosphoric acid and all to increase the bitterness so that they can add more sugar that is still not sufficient what they they going to just supply it with ice and carbonate when it is fizzy and when it is cold unfortunately we are less able to notice the amount of sugar this whatever is your favorite cola drink or any other drink it when it is warm drink it it is when it is cold and fizzy you cannot drink more when it is warm but you can drink more when it is cold and fizzy and another important thing as i mentioned you you will be wondering if you go to a supermarket store you see all those carbonated drinks they are very cheaper compared to even water so you will wonder how they are able to make such cheaper than water actually there is a big economics on that when you buy water it is not necessary that you will buy the water again but if you buy a cola drink all those upf and other chemical chemistry inside it will make you addictive and you will buy again so as long as you are going to buy again they are profitable that why they are even giving it cheaper or almost the same price of water carbonated drink okay so that's somehow a conclusion of the theory as i mentioned we have been given that sugar is the culprit which i be explain no not the old sugar for sure the new sugars is the culprit old sugar you can still eat like what it is available in the fruits and honeys and all but you can voluntarily and it is not about will power it is not because you are sitting in sitting in the office that much time it is not even because you are not doing it it doesn't mean that you don't have to exercise is required for body to maintain its health and having the proper because the movement is somehow a medicine that way you need it but that is not having a direct correlation with obesity all those factors will power sugar and exercise so generally when you have to understand is how much if you are really struggling to get your obesity in control the main factor you have to check next time is to look at the ingredients whatever you don't see which is as i mentioned not in your kitchen and whatever you see something like a chemistry textbook items like acids phosphate this one that one calcium all those things those are all upfs especially oils also most of the oils you consume which is you are getting cheaper those are all upfs 
So let us conclude with the classification of the food, which is called Novo classification. It is how it is being told that is there is a four classification of first one is group one, which is unprocessed food, like raw meat, vegetable, fish, etc. It is not at all having any effect as per our book. Group two, which is culinary processed food, which is something like oil, salt, sugar, honey. That one also, yes, we have a derivatives now. Like we have a sugar, instead of table sugar, you can find raw cane sugar or any other. Processed foods, spin food, like you see fish, tuna, corn and all those things. For sure, that is not that good as the first one. But the main culprit which is going to see is group 4, which is ultra-processed food or UPF. Which you will see from palm to soy, you will many of the items you see from cereals to yogurt to bread to meat, oil, all those things will have flavors, vitamins. You see label on your milk telling that added with probiotics and vitamin and something. Okay, that's an indication. It's not vitamin. You are going to consume UPF. So that's all that word is contributing to the obesity. That's somehow a quick summary of the book. It is not, we have not done it in some way like chapter by chapter. Instead, we conclude it in some way that makes sense for you. Hope you'll enjoy that until we come across with the next book. Bye. Thank you. So